Hey, man, get your head up. Show's all yours. Show's all mine? What happened to you? I got a headache, so I'm just going to sit and listen to you talk for 40 minutes. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yep. Don't you know that uh, people tune in for you? Uh, Your wonderful personality? I think next week you should book a guest and just, you, you can do a single record. Oh, that's some good work ethic you got there. I, I bet people love hearing this week after week, how you want to uh, stop this show. Makes me feel good, let me tell you. It's just, it's got to be fun, man, and right now it's just not fun. It's not fun? Is this shtick? Is this shtick? I don't know. I don't know either. If it's not fun, you got to quit. No question about that. Maybe. Don't be silly. It's ridiculous. Maybe I just need a break. Anyway, what's going on? Why? I don't understand this uh, down in the dumps you're in right now. That We're on uh, Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. It's uh, STC pod. Sunday right now? Expressed in this Monday, podcast tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. Solely those of the presenters you therein. have already had Without two or three Thanksgiving dinners. This was done. And it's still not Well, they were all cut now, short. Get ready and hit start to continue. Stupid work. But you still got to enjoy these massive feasts. Barely. Bounty. Barely. I got to make sure I'm just not working next year. Yeah. That's, that's my problem. Do that. So that way I don't get uh, drawn into the cloud of negativity. Mm. Even though you are filled to the brim of this uh, this wondrous bounty that is Thanksgiving amongst all your family. Right? Yeah, I'm fortunate that they're close by. I'm telling you, I, I got filled with uh, such feelings of uh, great positivity and friendship when you turned to me earlier tonight and you said, you know, dude, I know due to uh, your obligations with work and whatever, you and your wife, uh, forced to move far away from your family. And you said, you looked me in the eye, you turned to me, you said, by golly, I think... Uh, It'd be wonderful if you and your family were to join mine on this uh, day of Canadian Thanksgiving and partake in this giant bounty of friendship and Thanksgiving at my house. And uh, you, you wouldn't have anything to worry about. You'd, your family might be far away, but join ours. I just couldn't believe it. I filled up with tears. Tears filled in my eyes. Mm. I welled up with emotion. Unfortunately. That was nice of me to say that, wasn't it? You know, I have to decline, unfortunately. Uh, Maybe next year. Maybe next year, right? Hmm. Well, the two dinners I've had have been, one was at sister-in-law's and the other one was at my parents'. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't have done anything there, unfortunately. No, you're having a big one tomorrow at your house. No, tomorrow is just, just my... Mm-hmm. Just my family. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Enjoy. We're going to have a little tiny something, just, you know, much like a small little immigrant family uh, tucked away in a nest. That's all we're some, doing, too. It's just uh, it's just my family. Some, like, what you'd imagine in the 50s, some New York tenement building, this tiny family tucked away, getting scraps together. It'll be nice. It'll be nice, mm. too. So yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to say thanks, man, for the open arms of friendship oh. that you bestowed earlier this evening. Uh, you're welcome. Next year. Maybe next year we'll get it together. <laughs> I just need to plan better. That's what it is. All right. Folks. I love to have dinners at my house, but you know what? My wife's just not into it for some reason. Really? I think it's the whole cooking thing. Oh, that's why you have people. You bring in the catering for that. The more people you bring there, the more people uh, to help with the setup and breakdown. Hmm. You got to look at it that way. It's all good times. No, technically everything should be set up when you arrive. Well, of course, following your rules, if you do invite people, they have to bring all the food anyway. Well, you bring something. (laughs) We're not going to get into that. Anyways, I wanted to welcome our listeners uh, back to another episode of SDC Pod. Happy Thanksgiving if you're in Canada. Canadian Thanksgiving. And if you're uh, 
if you're a Blue Jays fan, it's been a good week too. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. So what? Uh, the Blue Jays, Toronto baseball team. Trounced. Trounced the, uh, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, so. Who were the number one team in baseball, right, at the at the time? So that's it. The That's it. The World Series is over, right? Yes. Yes. That was it? To that the, was the last game? To the uneducated, yes. Oh, no. Well, I thought that was it a couple of weeks ago. When they won a game and there's a big champagne fountain and party, right. the game, goggles, the game that. to get into the wild card. So game. I thought that surely must have been the World Series. Everything's done, huh. celebrating. And then no, there was another game after that. That was a wild card game. There was again another champagne right uh, party, which should have been the only one they had to celebrate getting into the playoffs. After a hard-fought, long season of 160-plus games. It don't matter. That's their job, is to make the playoffs. You can celebrate after playing that many games to get in. I felt shame for that team and every other team that does this. This baseball thing. What? You do not celebrate until you win the big deal. Because that's the whole thing, is the, the World Series. You don't celebrate getting halfway there. Let's have a celebration yeah, for every There's only eight uh, teams to get series. into it. It don't matter. You didn't get to the end yet. That's when you celebrate. And you'll celebrate there too, but <laughs> what does that mean? You don't... Absolutely not. You can't celebrate but until you win the World Series, mm-hmm. but there's a good chance that you won't win, so that means you just don't celebrate at all. Yeah, you're still a loser. Is what you're saying. You're still a loser. You should celebrate you getting into the season. No way. It is shameful. Hockey, if you win the conference, you do not even touch that. Yeah, I know, because they're crazy. Because your eye is on the real prize. No, I'd be touching it and go, yeah, I deserve that. Let me touch it. It don't matter. That It's well, all nothing unless you win the big prize. That is shameful. And well. especially when it's all put on. All the plastic, all the poly plastics already put up all over the locker room. There's a big bin of stupid goggles for them to put on. It's not even spontaneous. Like, oh, look what, look what Charlie snuck in. He's snuck in a bottle of champagne, no, because and they all go like, crazy over the yeah, one bottle because they're it's not adults. Spontaneous. One bottle for that many adults. But that would be spo- and spontaneous and special. It's not even that. And you know what? I hear you. Okay, if I'm the team owner. And I want to give my guys a pat on the back for getting that far. You know what, guys? There is going to be a little celebration. No one on camera is going to see it because that other team that we're going to play next week, they're not going to see us jumping around and acting like lunatics like we won the World Series already. We are going to come off on camera, steely-eyed, eye on the prize. Then off camera, we'll have a little something. Make sense? I'd be okay with that, too. But there should be a celebration. You you do you don't have it on camera like that. That okay. is ridiculous. But you're okay. That means you're okay with celebrating it. I, I don't I don't want to know. If there's something afterwards that nobody knows about, that's fine. But you cannot show that you're weak like that, and you're giving up your your uh, your focus on the main prize. You can't show that. You can't look that way. The enemy is still there, staring you down. Baseball. Come on, guys. This is awesome. I wasn't ready for it to be over. I'm glad it's still going on. Well, just like yeah. just like that darn hockey goes on forever. Well, yeah, we just had well our, past winter. We had our big World Cup uh, championship uh, tournament, which was really good. No one cared. Canada did not lose a single game, which that last game, I was like, you know, I don't mind if they lose because I want to see more of this hockey. It was just top, <coughs> top level, top class, top uh, talent, and it was hard hitting. Nobody was talking about it. It wasn't hard hitting. Yeah, it there was, was no a, hard hits. It was full on hard hitting. There was no hitting. It was full on. You never saw a game, so you can't. Yeah, really. I did. It was like the. Uh, it was like they were playing an all star game. Absolutely not. Yeah, you did not see a game because it was full on. Even the Olympics aren't that crazy. There's full on, full on hits and aggression and pressure and strategy, 
and action. It was it was great. I loved it. I wouldn't mind Canada winning that last one or losing that last one. Give me one more game of that stuff. That was good times, for sure. All right, so it's Thanksgiving week weekend. Uh, Blue Jays swept the Texas uh, the Texican oil rigs. Yeah, what, what Texas team? gas station. Texas they gas station swept them three nothing. Just uh, out of five. I was watching the last game with you. At the same time, I was watching the presidential. You have debate. to admit that last game was exciting, though. Yeah, no, it was fine. Right. Well, the first four hours of it was kind of boring, but the last no, part it wasn't. was good. <laughs> it was back and forth almost. <laughs> All right, you can talk politics, and I'll go ahead. What? Well, I just want to say the the debate was on at the same time. I don't understand. I don't get how it's come to this. The, it's a disgrace. It's an embarrassment. It's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. It is like, I don't know. Someone's got a, we should get a guest on to explain to us how the American uh, political system has turned into this. Well, at least some people in this party, or Trump's party, have been trying to get him to, well, I don't know how it could possibly happen now, resign or step down. Isn't it too late for that? No, he could still step down. Um, they have some kind of backup system, don't they? The Republicans? I've never seen it happen, so I have no and idea. There, there is some third-party guy already on the ballot. He could, Trump could, again, uh, go for a write-in vote at this point if he were to uh, turn into an independent. Mm. But, yeah, it's too late to get his name on a ballot as anything other than what he is now. But he just—he looked like a seven-year-old boy up there, you know. He's a, yeah, he's a petulant rich kid. Petulant, yes. Chairman of the board, he always gets the last word, right? So, but he's complaining about, oh, you didn't cut Hillary off when she was talking. Now you're cutting me off, and all this little petty stuff. And then he trotted out these uh, alleged victims of uh, Bill Clinton sexual abuse just before the debate. That's like you can't even write this stuff in movies. Was that in the same building or in a different building? It was a different building. Oh. But then he got them all in to the debate as, you know, observers or the audience. It's like, okay, if these ladies are victims of sexual abuse, so now he's going to use them as deflection against his own problems? Yep. Like, no one sees that as really douchey? Especially with what he said in that uh, behind-the-scenes camera thing with Billy Bush. That interview mm -hmm. was six years ago or whatever it was. Eleven. Talking about um, what he does with women. Grabs them. Or what he can do with women. Where's he grabbing? Somewhere. I thought it was, it was always... Uh, blanked off when I kept reading the story. I thought it was just ass, right? Grabbed him by the ass, but... Nope, grabbed them uh, down there. Hmm. Anyways, what a uh, rock and roll show that is. I just heard uh, tonight Billy Bush got suspended from whatever show he's on hmm. due to this uh, because he was there chuckling in the background. Oh, good. He's an entertainment reporter. It's like, that's what your job is to whoever you're interviewing, chuckle in the background to get him to say more. But uh, to save face, I guess the network has suspended him. You think that's fair? I don't know if it's fair or not, but I think it's just something that people would expect the network to do. Otherwise, that network would look bad as if they would approve, right? So, Yep. So yeah. Billy Bush gets suspended from his job, but Trump continues to campaign for president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, man, you know, wild. It's wild stuff. So that was cool. Yeah. All right, man. Why don't you uh, go ahead and start this thing going? Where are we? Buddy? Are we 104? today yep hmm well there you go guys welcome to another episode 
hit the 104 mark of STC Pod. Just wanted to remind you guys, you can subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Check me out at AC Decepticon. Bookmark the website stcpod.com. Listen on iTunes under the search STC Pod. You can find all of our episodes at Podbean, www.stcpod.podbean.com. And if you're listening to us, you got to check out www.cartridgeclub.org. It's one of the communities that we're involved in. Uh, other great podcasts, blogs, and videos can be found there from people in our community. And uh, if you're not a member, why not join up? Yeah, why not join up? Why not? Um, what was I just going to say? Our YouTube... We got, uh, did we do a pickup video last week? Yeah, I guess so. A little quick one. Yeah. And we uh, said what we got out of the CC mystery box. Oh, yeah. Which, that was exciting, getting hold of the box for a week. You said box. Yeah. Well, it took me a while to decide what to get, quite frankly, to be honest with you. Now that box is off. Actually, by the time this is out... um, I guess that person will have received it. You think? <coughs> Probably. Hmm. Okay. Well, congratulations to the next person. We uh, we just, you know, we went back and forth who we should send it to next. And finally, uh, we just said, well, it's obviously got to be this guy. Because he's been around supporting <laughs> us forever. And uh, not to diminish any other of our supporters but it's just natural choice you you want to send stuff to this guy and he gets stuff too from other people because you just want to you want to send it to this guy yeah well it'll get around to everybody eventually yep um and uh we threw a bunch of extra things in yeah you went crazy you threw a lot of uh way more than what you took out well yeah that uh I would kind of wish that box was a little bit bigger, to be honest with you. You can be honest with me. I'm being honest with you. <laughs> if it was a little bit bigger, I could put even more in. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about our YouTube channel. I was thinking of uh, doing more. I'd started early on with uh, my record collection documenting <laughs> what, uh, you know, just by displaying the various titles of my record collection more to document to me what I had and what I should get rid of. I don't know, what have I done? Two or three of them. I did one that was very quick, flipping through them, and I did another one where we went, me and you both, very in-depth into uh, some Beatles albums and the various uh, mixes that were on them and how to figure out if it's an original pressing and all that. And that took forever. took really the wind out of our sails to continue doing it because it took so much work. And by the Christ, I don't like writing scripts. I'll tell you that. I don't want to write down what I'm saying. So what do you, the the listener out there, the potential viewer, what do you want to see if I continue the record collection? Should I just grab a pile and flip through them? Should it just be me on my own? Or would it be cool if maybe Joe was involved and commenting and helping me decide which to uh, keep and which to get rid of. What do you think? Should it be a duo thing? Why are you getting rid of stuff? Because I'm I'm out of space, dude. Hmm. They're jammed in there, and you're not supposed to keep records, you know, two sandwiched together, or you'll get that ring wear. Yeah. Uh, I would just do a handful, maybe like 10 records at a time, and then as you point them out... If there's anything, I think people would like to hear if there's anything significant about a particular record. So maybe do a little write up that way. That's tr- it's true, but like like those Beatles records. Yeah, you're, you're we delving were, into hours and hours of research to figure out what each of those. Yeah, but you don't need to go that are. in depth. Just like one fact or one thing. You don't okay. need to determine what kind of pressing it is, or who cares. All right. So you want to be involved with that? No. Nope, not at all. What do you mean? No. You can't, like, hold the camera and shoot it and make comments while we do it? Oh, Like yeah. a pickup video? Yeah, I guess I could do that. Holy God. Jesus. 
throw something else on my plate. <laughs> really? Is that Why a lot not? of work? Is that a lot of work? No, I can do that. Jesus Christ. Well, that Beatles one was a pain in the ass, man. Because mm, yeah. I had to edit it together afterwards. You wanted to edit it. You wouldn't let me right. take the computer over. Because you got all juiced up about getting back uh, No, I didn't. Yeah. Maybe I did. I don't remember. You did. You got all juiced. And I smartened up. So. If you do it as a one shot, sure. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Anyways, let us know what you think about that. Uh, what else is going on? Cartridge Club, they started up uh, the October game of the month, which was Dead Space. Hmm. Yep, another one I won't be playing, I guess. Why not? It's too late. Not too late. Yeah, it's too late now. Month's already half over. I'm trying to finish my Dragon Quest Nine. Well, we'll get into that. I started this Dead Space first time I ever played it. I have it on the 360, which means I'm playing it in the basement on uh, the projector screen with the surround sound, completely dark basement. Mm. It's a very creepy environments they put you in. Immediately, for me, the anxiety level raises up. Feel it in my throat as I'm trying to play this game. Uh, I think I'm too big of a wimp to play these games, especially well, in these we, dark basements. Yeah, well, we all can't have a basement for ourselves with a big screen and 7.2 surround. Well, so... Um, I think maybe. that's the issue. I can't play it down there. Maybe if it was... Up in the living room on just the regular television with no surround, you know, in a bright room, it wouldn't be so bad. But you put that thing on with all the sounds and there's constant little critters running up through no, the... the game's not that scary. It's just it, frustrating at points. It was scare me. Well, there's it's jump scares noise in it. everywhere. Who cares about the noise? It's the well, jump you scares. Hear these things going through the vents above your head, and they're behind you, and there's weird kind of creepy voices. The environment was really well done. The lighting. The I don't lighting, remember weird uh, voices. Yeah, there's weird voices. I just like, remember jump scares. And then I ran out of ammo at one point. We're ammo or health halfway through the game, and I said, screw it, and turned it off. Yeah, ammo is a little bit... You're, you're using this... Uh, uh, whatchamacallit, like a, a cut-off laser or something. Yeah. So it's not like straight-up shooter. You, you more carving, carve off the limbs of these things or maybe chop the head off. You can't really go for chest shots and think it's done. They're constantly jumping out at you. So I was had a lot of anxiety playing it. I don't know if I enjoy that, but I'll try it a little bit longer. What's this piece of shit you've been playing? On your DS, which you said you'd never play. Yeah, <clears throat> Dragon Quest Nine, Sentinels of the Starry Sky. It's fun. It's another RPG, so you probably wouldn't like it. And uh, yeah, mm. well, it's turn-based RPG. That's yes. why I wouldn't like it. That's, well, that's you fine. Said. You plot the moves out for your four party members, and you let them do their thing. Hmm. I thought the whole point of video games was that you do the thing. Yeah. You strategize what attack you want to use. Hmm. It's not cut and dry, man. You, you die quite yeah, a bit. It does sound very dry. <sighs> so how much longer you got into it? I don't know. It says I've put like, man, I think 50 hours in there already. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. You put 50 hours into it? Yeah crazy but when i asked you if you've watched westworld yet you said you haven't you don't have any time yeah but i've been playing the game for how long before westworld started Holy and then you asked me if i watched it this weekend and i said no you gave me the big spiel i i don't got time for this because you, you you know you put on the airs the airs that you're uh you know busy man about town but it's really playing a turn-based RPG for all nope, that time. Nope, that's, uh, that's just the nighttime after the wife goes to bed. Hmm. You know what? I wanted to ask you during this Jays game. It was, what, game three of the playoffs? Tie game. You're a big baseball guy, yet you were watching wrestling. No, you I was turn watching the, the channel. From and they baseball. went to commercial. I, I'd flip over to the wrestling. 
Uh, he was on wrestling for a while. No, it wasn't. I barely watched probably 15 minutes at the most. I don't know, man. If I'm watching hockey, I'm certainly not turning the channel. Oh, why not? Especially on a tie game like that. Tie game. It wasn't tied. You bailed on it. We're on wrestling. Wrestling. Wrestling, people. Wrestling. Wasn't tied, people. Wasn't tied. <laughs> it was tied. If I repeat it more, does it make it work right? When are you going to give up on this wrestling thing? I don't get the appeal nowadays. It was a pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. End of story. I don't know. I know we got a lot of people who listen to us that watch wrestling. I don't. I just don't get it. I was there with I was with wrestling, of course, as a kid, Hulk Hogan days, as we've talked about before. But, and I mean Andre the Giant days. I mean early days. But, uh, well, you, you always uh, stuck with it, eh? Even through your your baseball playoffs. During the commercial break, if there's a pay-per-view, yes. Oh, boy. Sorry, so what, man. What did you watch this week? You're not getting week? anything out of me this week. What did you watch this week? Did you finally... Uh, Another episode of Grey's. Did you get your This Is Us uh, show started? Nope. No, that's good. Don't even bother. Still saying don't bother on that. Um, what did I watch? Well, the wife and I watched... Their first episode of uh, Designated Survivor. It's all right. Did you concur with my assessment no. that the foot was taken off the pedal a bit too much in that first episode? No. No. Because I don't overanalyze my shows. I either like it or I don't like it. Hmm. So you think it was personal. Which is why you miss out on so much, and I don't. No, not true. I watched episode three of Designated Survivor, and I got to say, it was a step in the right direction. It got better. Well, then I got, I'll be even more satisfied, Two I guess. was a clunker. Three finally straightened the ship it, a little bit. It can't bit. always be pedal to the metal for the entire season. Uh, it's, not how, it's not how it should work. Well, did it for 24. Yeah, different show. <laughs> no. <laughs> Episode three wasn't pedal to the metal, and it was many different uh, locations and all that. It was still, it was still well done. Um, what about the movies we watch this weekend? <sighs> oh, yeah, uh, X Men Apocalypse. Yes, garbage. Complete garbage. Yep. Why? Well, once again, they put too much into one movie. The Apocalypse character, they... I've always interpreted him as being more powerful than what he actually was. And then, uh, apparently, Apocalypse created Storm's look, giving her the white hair. He helped... Well, basically, whoever he made as part of his quote-unquote horseman of the apocalypse he just improved their powers essentially yeah and designed great costumes for them too he made angel the metal wings uh what's her name cyclock mm -hmm. gave her uh, more power Mag made magneto more powerful i guess or helped him realize his potential i don't know whatever that was and uh he was also egyptian who knew yeah uh, i don't know much of his backstory so i couldn't get well that's what they should have done they should have done a story just on him without him being defeated at the end and kind of his makeup and everything was just also seemed kind of cheap and tacky it uh reminded me of the bad guy from guardians Uh, yeah, but his face was more of just that paint. It wasn't like, you know, he didn't have like prosthetic attachments attached to his head and all that like Apocalypse did. Yeah. 
Uh, it's, it's it's a watchable movie. It's still entertaining. There's a lot going on. You can't There's take too much going on. Is you what can't it is. take the baggage of what we may or may not know from the comic books into this movie, or even the other timelines like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or you know, what's, well, because they're doing their own thing over there in the X Men Cinematic Universe. So just take it as it is, and maybe just enjoy the ride. Don't take things so seriously, right? <laughs> well, it should be. Uh, my problem was uh, Magneto's must be getting tired of being, being manipulated by people in every single moment of every movie he's in. He's just constantly manipulated by people, good and bad, and it's starting to wear thin on me. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it, too, like you saw how his family died in this movie, and you could see it coming a mile away. Yeah. And it wasn't plausible as a death anyways. Yeah. So. It was, that was a really weak scene. Oh, uh, you would think just him, as, if he wanted to, he would have really prevented it all and just stopped it before it actually happened, right? Yeah, it goes from, you know, him being super powerful to not very powerful to ridiculously powerful and I don't know. Anyways, it's still entertainment. It's still a comic book movie. You could probably get through it and enjoy it. Another thing too is they also, you know, going back and forth in the history of the show. Yeah, I know these new ones, they've gone back and introduced the characters as they've been younger, but you sort of, that's sort of tiring for me as well, right? Because we experienced that through all the, you know, Batman reboots and Spider-Man reboots, and you get tired of the same backstory. And, you know, I think, um, uh, you know, like Avengers has sort of done it right where they didn't delve too much in terms of, the characters when they were younger, they've just sort of stayed the same and continued on with the franchise. Yeah. I appreciate that a lot more. You still haven't seen Civil War, though, Ann, eh? You mm, can't comment on that. No, I haven't seen that yet. Damn. Looking forward to it, though. Yeah, be good talk. talk I heard it was good. That. Well, you had issues. Here we go. <laughs> Not for everybody else. Um, I liked a uh, nice little payoff at the at the very, very end of this X-Men movie. Um, With what? I don't want to reveal it. I just, it was kind of like a, a nerdy moment where you get to see uh, imagery that more closely resembles what we've always seen in the comic books. I thought it was just a lot of homage. And... Typical of these, I don't know if it's the Brian Singer version movies or what, but the very ending always makes you, oh, man, I can't wait to see the next one. Because everything just seems lined up like the stars are aligned for the next movie. What do you mean, after the credits or before the credits? Uh, even before the end of the credits. Just as they uh, got themselves all together. and Anyways, can't really reveal too much, but... I uh, just uh, got my nostalgia going, and mm. I really wanted to see the next movie. Whatever kinda, that's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. kind of tired of the X-Men, to be honest with you. Well, Even Wolverine, even though he's my favorite character. I thought he was well used in... That uh, uh, might be a spoiler. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. Um, what else have I been hearing from your side of the room all freaking weekend? In fact, it's probably been... Two weeks, this same voice I hear over and over again coming out of your computer. Hours and hours of it. Hours upon hours. Oh, uh, that would be me listening to Dodger on the computer. Dodger. Dodger. I'm, uh, I've become enamored with this particular person. This is obsession. Right. So I've gone back to, it's not obsession. Oh. There was something ha that happened, and I go, okay, I'm now I'm interested in hearing about the backstory. So, on one of her channels, um, she's got a vlog that she does every day, 
called Coffee Time. So I've gone back to the very first episode, which was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still on, so I'm still in 2011. Mm. And I've probably seen about 60 videos between five to 10 minutes each. Just yeah. of a morning uh, vlog. I know. Having man. a coffee and just, and just, uh, it's like she's talking to you, obviously. <laughs> just saying what's what's going on or what's going on the previous day. Talking directly to you. No. That's what you're believing. No, I'm not crazy. In your head. <laughs> yeah, so you're going back through five years of daily vlogs. Well, I've, because I enjoyed her other channel press hard to continue because um, she does like gameplays and whatever other bullshit these people do and uh, so I stumbled on this vlog channel through some other means and just decided to see what the backstory was and who she is and where she came from and is she still doing this vlog business uh, she is she a big deal is this a big deal person? Uh, she's got 800,000 followers. Subscribers? Subscribers, whatever you call it. Wow. So, I guess. I don't know. That sounds like we need to get her on the show. No, we don't. What? Why not? Because one, she wouldn't come on. Why wouldn't she? And it'd be have to be an individual interview where I just interview her. <laughs> oh, no disrespect to you. No disrespect at all. What the hell? Oh, there'd just be too much confusion going back and forth. And you, uh, I would rather just handle that situation myself. But anyway, needless to say, it's never going to happen. So there's no need to discuss it. That is outrageous. I couldn't like let you take the lead on the interview uh, and I would just be there to jump in. It'd if, be weird. If you stump. Why would it be weird? Because I'd want to delve into personal things, like a Howard Stern interview. And how have I stopped you from doing that Well, because you'd have to know what's going on, too. Well, you make no sense. It makes sense you in my head. no sense. Anyway, we're not debating this because it's not going to happen. Why? All I got to do is reach out to her. No, and she you don't got to reach out to nobody. It's not like they're... Uh, You're going to reach out. All she's got to do is listen to one episode, if that, 10 minutes, realize that uh, we are what we are. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, she can only say no then. Mm. Okay. Uh, we're looking at you, Dodger, from... Uh, oh, don't be... What the hell, dude? What? She doesn't from, listen, uh, so you don't need to say that. <laughs> well... Looking at nobody. Anyway, that's just what I've been doing. Maybe I, some of our listeners w who are in touch with her will oh, yeah. say, hey, we're here in that uh, STC pod is wanting to get you on the show. Even though, for some reason, it would be a solo show. Well, you know what? Kevin at Buried on Mars is good at introducing you to women, so <laughs> maybe he can put it out for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, well, there'd be no way I'd let you do a. And we know uh, let you do an interview on your own. That sounds disastrous. Please, <laughs> it'd be a Howard Stern interview style. Okay, I will be there to witness it and help you along. I don't need help. What? Even Howard has Robin. Her, uh, she, he has her as a tool, and he totally ignores her. She says a sentence, and he just continues on. <laughs> she is a tool. Yeah, in the literal sense. Thank you very much. Okay. Wow. Hey, our listeners can go on uh, the forums over at the Cartridge Club and weigh in on this revelation that Joe needs to do interviews on his own. I never said interviews on my own. Okay. Plural. No Cartridgeclub.org. Uh, forums. STC pod. Check that out. We do I, have forums. Over I never there. said plural. That's okay. Um, so that's, you, you, you're going to continue through her entire backlog. Probably. Actually, I was listening to, uh, I should be done by the end of next week. My, uh, my favorite podcast. That's not a big giant public podcast, Transformers and beer over on Podbean. 
can also find them on iTunes. And uh, you told a story about you sat through over 10 hours of a playthrough watching uh, somebody play some game. I've never heard you sit through 10-hour video before. Watching it, her play. Through. It was her. It was, it was her. her on this. Yes. 10-hour video. Well, it was her and her fiancé. Uh, they did the playthrough for that game uh, until dawn. Did you feel hatred towards her fiancé? No. It, but I liked it because it was, you know, they show the gameplay on the main screen and then they were just in the small little corner section as a thumbnail picture of them playing on the couch. The game was the focus, and that's what I was interested in. I've never seen you sit through a playthrough before. It was a good life. game because it was a good game. Never. Most people do playthroughs through little dumb games where they're the focus usually and not the game, or the game is just such a piece of crap that who cares. But this was the first game I became invested in the uh, characters where uh, – when certain ones died through your choices or, you know, gameplay picks, uh, it oh. was shocking either by the way they died or it was like, you know. Is it like a Telltale game? One of those kind no, of things? No. Is it action? It's actions. It's action, but then you get choices at certain points. Uh, that do like a butterfly effect, which they talk about in the game itself. I know choices you make usually tend to be butterfly effects, but they really focused on that aspect of it. And supposedly, I guess there's, I don't know how many different endings there are in the game. Well, even though you, you watched it for the host that was doing it. No, no, I watched it for the game. Okay. So doesn't that kind of ruin it for you if you want to play that game? No, because there's different choices to make in the game. Hmm. And by the time I get it and play it, I'll forgot probably a lot of it. So I'm not too concerned about it. I'd watch a lot more playthroughs, but one, it ruins the game for me. And, uh, you know, it takes away any surprises. So I don't, that's why I don't watch a lot of playthroughs. Neither do I. Oh, man. But I don't know why you were so shocked or that I watched it. You watched a 10-hour video in one sitting. No, no. Not in one sitting. In two sittings. In <laughs> two sittings. That's crazy. That's good. Okay. We'll look for her uh, on an upcoming episode. And her boyfriend. Who's her boyfriend? Is he a big deal? Fiance. Oh, Sorry. Uh, if he's a big deal, I'm not sure. He's just part of their community, I guess. Mm. But she met him over in England, because that's oh. where he's from. Okay. And then she came, because she went over there for some game con or something, which I'm still fascinated by that people would do that, like travel. I guess she was probably invited over or something. And then she came back here to California and they sort of had like an online uh what interaction i guess mm -hmm. you know just talking and then they decided to give it a try and try and do the uh, distance thing and and then eventually he got invited over here for some work and decided to stay and this and that and so what are you trying to go back to find out it seems you know everything about her already. What was the tidbit that you need to go back to find, discover? No, just to learn the back history <laughs> of uh, who she is and where she came from and sort of how her channel has developed into what it is. I don't know. Very cool. Not really. But well, when you're late to something, then it's nice to get caught up on it, right? So you suddenly start listening or watching somebody online that you find, and it's just like, all right, well, who's, who's this person about? Well, let's see you go back and figure out who Steven Eider is and go back through his all his old videos. Well, one thing at a time. 
because there, I follow people's videos in our community. I just got, I only have so much time that, to do this. If she wasn't female, would you still be as, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't answer that question at this moment. Interesting. All right. So that's what you've been watching. Yes. Well, actually, you did do the same thing with Curtis not too long ago. Yes, I. Well, that was out of respect. That was out of respect. Yes. No, you go. You latched on hard to all of his old videos. Yeah, because they're good. Yeah. So I recommend you checking out Curtis at Girlfriend Versus. That's Girlfriend VS on and YouTube. They, they got a new video out. Just came out this week. Yes, his uh, other half of Girlfriend Versus, girlfriend Layla. Did a pickup video, right? Mm-hmm. From, hmm, that was from a, that Comic-Con they went to, right? Yeah, that was part of it. She only does like once a year, so yeah, it so. Uh, full year's worth of stuff in there. He's got good booty bonanza videos. Well, she classed up the joint, let me tell you. It's a nice, pleasant surprise. Mm. <laughs> I was watching, uh, actually, a documentary channel the other day. You're losing me already. <laughs> Do you remember? Did you watch the documentary, uh, Who Killed the Electric Car? But when uh, GM put out the EV1? No, I've heard of it. And then I, I only know vague details about it. What'd it, they do? It was an it was awesome documentary. The GM, uh, when they were experimenting with electric cars, put out this little electric car in California called the EV1. Fully electric, but it worked really good. And uh, a certain group of people were allowed to lease it. No one could own one because it was like a test project. I, I don't remember the number, how many units went out, but a select group of people got one and you couldn't, you couldn't buy it. Like I said, you could lease it and they all fell in love with them. Everyone loved these things. They're technological, you know, pieces of innovation. I think uh, Danny DeVito had one. And uh, at one point, GM just decided to pull the plug on the whole thing. And they not only just took everyone's cars back, they crushed them all. A few got donated around to, you know, tech schools or car museums. But for the most part, they all just got crushed. Like uh, our Avro Aero here in Canada. And that spawned this documentary, Who Killed the Electric Car? Because... You know, obviously, something like that. Something was up. You know, the the uh, uh, oil people must have got involved, uh, lobbyists and whatever. And and of course, we know what happened to GM and the big three shortly thereafter, with going bankrupt and the government bailing them out and all that. So it was a pretty cool documentary. There is a sequel to it. It's been out for a couple years, and it's called. Uh, revenge of the electric car because now in the last what 10 or 5 years we have all these car companies putting out electric cars like uh, GM has the Volt and uh, Nissan what is it the Leaf as well as of course Tesla right is the big boy so this uh, documentary it, it really closely looks at how Tesla and a few others uh, struggled to get off the ground. And it was really touch and go for Tesla for a little while there. Uh, Elon Musk, he got all of his money from uh, co-founder PayPal. And uh, as well, he does SpaceX and he does Tesla. And he like burnt through all of his PayPal money to get Tesla going. So pretty cool documentary. Hmm. Uh, to see where the electric car has been resurrected and where it's going now. And uh, you get right in there. You get to see, like, the heads of GM talking candidly about what happened. And it's kind of it's interesting to see these bigwigs walking around chomping cigars and how they act now towards the electric car, fossil fuel vehicles and all that. So check that out. Yeah, it's funny to see how... Um they all fight or cons conspire against these kind of things at the start, and then once 
one of them really takes effect and people show some intense public interest, then it's like, oh, okay. Let's start doing this too, right? Yeah, and that the GM, that Volt, that's been a lot of years trying to get that right. Yeah, I don't know how successful that is. Certainly the Tesla is the the market leader in all this. Oh, Tesla was but, uh, very close to losing everything. Price-wise, though, man, jeez. That's See, the whole thing. they got to work on the price. This is when that first, it was only that Sportster was out. And only a select group could make orders for that because they had no, like, big factory. They're all being hand-assembled, you know? And they kept getting delayed and delayed. And uh, at one point, Elon Musk had to go to all of these buyers that are waiting on their vehicles and tell them that the price went up, even though they don't even have their vehicle yet. <laughs> you have to give us more money. So it got really tight for them. Anyways, it's a pretty good story. I suggest watching both those documentaries. Who Killed the Electric Car and Revenge of the Electric Car. I find that stuff so frustrating, though. That's why I never get around to watching them. That's uh, Who Killed the Electric Car was extremely frustrating. But now that there's this second one, you could watch them together and be really satisfied. <laughs> yeah, Remember when uh, the big three automakers, uh, the CEOs, went to the government to beg for money and they showed up in each of their own private planes saying they were bankrupt and had no money? <laughs> so it looks into that kind of stuff. Uh, how are we doing on time there? Well, we can start wrapping it up. Uh, I, I want to thank uh, Julian Vega sent me a little note on Twitter to remind me that Man in the High Castle comes back on Amazon Prime December 16th, and there's a trailer out for it. And even if you miss season one, check out this trailer for season two, and if that doesn't get you interested in this show, I don't know, man. You have no... You got no creative juices because that, that show is so cool. Mm. Alternate timeline kind of stuff. Or is it an alternate timeline? I don't know. Check out. Just check out that trailer. You said it's about Nazis? It's if, uh, you know, the Axis powers of World War II won mm. and took over North America. All right. I'll give season one a try. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to talk about uh, Westworld. I, did, did you watch episode one yet? Didn't you ask me that at the start of this <sighs> podcast? I wish you would, man. Stay I want to talk next about that. week when I, I give talk you my about review. That. It was good. It was good. People were saying, uh, early reviews were saying, you know, the first episode might be a little bit slow. It's going to be a slow burn, but I thought it was great right away. Yeah. Heaven forbid you actually do a build up to anything. Ed Harris, man. Wow. Oh, I didn't even know he was in it. Yeah. It's good. Mm. It's good. And you think he's this one person, but, oh, wait, he's not. It's what? Yeah. All right. Good. Enough, enough. It's well put together. Oh, yeah. mm. What was that? Oh, yeah. What? Was a yawn. You got drool on you. Oh. Well, thanks, Joe. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to... Uh, well, I appreciate you uh, contributing stories and topics to this episode instead of just pulling stuff out of me, making me tell things and say things I don't want to say. <laughs> yeah, okay. One day, one of these episodes is going to be just about Bill. I know uh, the listeners are chomping at the bit. That would mean find out more to, about Bill and on the farm and his sister and uh, all I that stuff. Two sisters. You'd have to actually ask me questions. I know you're a pro interviewer and need to do these things solo. You, that's what would be required. Well, maybe I'll interview you on one episode. Delve into, <laughs> yeah. delve into life. I would like to see that focused Joe come out where he listens to the answers and continues to build momentum through an interview. Listen, if the answers are boring, I'm going to just go somewhere else. <laughs> I'm not getting what I want. Oh, you know what? What? I forgot to mention how we watched The Purge after... Uh, no, I didn't watch The Purge. What time, how, what time is this on here? What? What length are we at? You got five minutes. Why didn't you want to watch The Purge with me? Because it's a stupid concept. I told you, man. 
It makes no sense. It's it, utterly ridiculous. Guess what? After watching that debate tonight, I can see the purge coming in a few years. Because that's what's coming down the pipe. Anarchy. I just love seeing alternate timeline stuff where someone has used their imagination and come up with something and put it on the screen that is different. I can see if Trump's elected. I can see if Trump's elected. We have another Kennedy thing go on. No, uh, no, I don't see that. I don't know. That's that's an. I'm talking about the purge right now. Uh. Purge. What's it called? The election year or something? Purge. The election. I think it's just purge. Yeah, the election year, or election year. It was entertaining. It's hokey, but it's entertaining. I just like I said, I like seeing alternate then why timeline you complain stuff. Complain about other things that are hokey. Well, because the you show me a world and you give me the rules that that world exists in, and you follow those rules, and that's what these movies do. When they give me a world and the rules, and they still go way outside the rules that they set, that's when I get upset with something. So they told me the rules of how the purge works in this world, and. Uh, they did it. Had a little entertaining movie. It still makes no sense, man. It's fun. It's like Planet of the Apes. Alternate. What was this one? The guy's insurance wasn't covering his shop, so he's going to stay at his convenience store for the purge. Yeah, that's like what you have to consider. Oh, this purge a, thing is going There's my story. On. I'm going to protect so, my convenience store now, I guess. Sorry, family. There's, yeah, there's all these businesses that spring up around the purge, like insurance, taking advantage of people. You need purge insurance now. Yeah. Then you have these security businesses that are all about installing walls and security screens and safe rooms and all that. But then you gotta you gotta be able to trust anyone who's inside your walls. And then is maybe there's other people that don't agree with the purge and have like a an underground rebel situation that wanna stop the whole deal. Yeah. That'd be me. It's ridiculous. Anyways. Purge is just there for the bad guys to go around killing. Normal people like us wouldn't suddenly go around shooting up people because we could get away with it one night. Yeah, but they, I think in their world, they're saying the founding fathers of the Purge or whatever created it to cleanse their world of the bad people. So it's actually the good people just culling, making a cull. No. Of course, it, over the years of this Purge, it's been twisted and becomes what it is. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. You were in the room with me. I don't know why you refused to just lend your eyes to the no. screen for a little while. I refused to waste my time on that. I got Dodger to do. <laughs> so it was entertaining. It, you know, I didn't learn anything from it, but it was entertaining. Yeah. And uh, had your, you like the guy. Uh, what's his face that's in that? What? Uh, what's his name? Hmm. SDC Bod. Can't remember names. The guy, he was in Captain America movie. Captain America? No. The, like, human that, uh, tried to bring Captain America in. The hu- what? Yeah, he was, like, a human tough guy in the elevator scene. It's like, sorry, Cap. Oh, that guy who eventually becomes, um, oh, shit, who is he? He wasn't in the the Civil War movie, was he? Yeah, he was in the beginning. Because he's the guy that actually ends up killing Captain America. Well, not in Civil War. Spoilers. I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he kills Captain America, and then... Captain America's buddy, uh, whatever his name was, the guy with the metal arm. Bucky. Bucky O'Hare becomes Captain America. Right. In the books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I haven't seen the movie, so I can't tell you what happened in the movie. Okay. Well, that guy, he's in this purge. I like that guy? Yeah, I think so. No, I said that fight scene was excellent, excellently choreographed. <laughs> okay. Even you admitted that. Yeah, it was, absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's awesome. So that guy's in it. I don't know who he is. I know who you're talking about. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of his name because his name is like a Howard Stern guy name. One of Howard Stern's. Uh... What? Yeah. All right. Okay, just wait. Hold on. Oh, there we go. I don't even know how to describe him. Get it right up to your mic. How do I describe him, though? Who, uh... Who is the lead actor in the Purge election year? The cast of the Purge election year includes Frank Grillo, Elizabeth Mitchell, and others. Frank oh, Grillo. Frank Grillo, there you go. Now I know Top who you're talking about. Liquor. Frank Grillo. Surprise your phone could pull it up? Of course. Just, why don't you try Siri just for I'm, for a goof? You pass me it. It's Where is it? It's on the table. Well, I'm, I'm get your coffee for you, sir. I've disabled the talk feature, so I will have to um, read what she tells me. Oh, well, that'll be fun. Oh, hold well, on here. Why won't I talk to you? Hold on. What's going on here? Siri, who is the lead actor in The Purge election years? The Purge election year stars Frank Grillo, Elizabeth oh. Mitchell, and Michael T. Williamson. <laughs> well done. She got one. Siri, does the Samsung phone suck? Well, I'm still here for you. Yeah, but I'm talking about the <laughs> Samsung phone. <laughs> yeah. Siri, who is better, Apple or Samsung? Personally, I'm an Apple fan. Yeah, that's great. Why are you an Apple fan? We were talking about you, not me. Ask her who's the better interviewer on STC Pod. Siri, what is STC Pod? Let me think about that. Here's what I found on the web for what is STC Pod. Mm. Mm. All right, she's probably telling you all the things that you should be saying to wrap this thing up, like where they can find us. Uh, she took me to the Saskatchewan Transportation Company. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have a great show. Well, technically, she did find SDC. Oh, well. All right. I still think you're sexy, Siri. I'd do you over Samsung any time. But not Dodger. Anyway, just want to remind you guys, thanks again for tuning in. We really appreciated you uh, putting up with Bill this episode and his crankiness. Uh, if you want more of him, you can check him out at uh, youtube.com slash start to continue. Uh, if you enjoy listening to Bill complain about things, you can check him out on Twitter at stcpod. If you enjoy hearing me talk about happy things, you can check me out at AC Decepticon. Uh, you can bookmark the website stcpod where Bill puts up all his many posts. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes under the search stcpod. And if you're checking us out, why not check out some other great podcast blogs and videos from people in our community at www.cartridgeclub.org it's a great place to just hang out for a while and if you're already a part of it why don't you introduce some of your other friends to it as well why, absolutely why are you rubbing your nipples why are you fantasizing that i'm doing that i just saw you do it anyways i think speaking, my headache's gone now. speaking of the googles you know you can find stc pod on the google play store or google music or ho however it works if you have that Google Music app or something, we're in the podcast there too. Are we? We're on Instagram, and uh, if you post anything on there, uh, anyways, hmm. another great one. Thanks, Joe. I'm gonna say it because I own this show. Post it, post it. You don't own the show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>